And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness? It's not even a, a real word. It's a conjunction, a preposition. It's a philosophy, a way of life. It's your name with Miss attached to it. Bob, listen to me. If you'd have done what I asked you to and come in my dressing room before the show, you'd have known that you weren't supposed to come out here until I introduced you. Jack, I tried to get into your dressing room, but I didn't have a nickel. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ, and comedy is a kind of hobby of mine. Although, actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes. Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Money Dollar. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the vivacious Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's a comedy episode of the Jack Benny program from 1948, but it's time now for Movie Jeopardy. Lisa Wolf Trebek will play audio clips from popular movies. I'll try to name the movie while you play along at home, right, Lisa? Right, Carl, and you're really good at this segment, actually. I think you've gotten better and better since we started. Thank you and very much. Thank you very much. And Elvis has left the building. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's still here. So, um, this movie Jeopardy segment is Oscar-winning films. Oscar-winning films. Like Oscar the Grouch? Yes. He picked the films? Exactly. That's oh, exactly okay. right. I'll try so, to think like, like Oscar, he would think. Maybe that's easy for you. Yeah. I don't know. That shouldn't be too difficult. <laughs> Just ask your brother. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, Grouchy uh, that's Oscar what... Vince. Right. No, you you said he's been uh, pretty good he lately. He has been better lately, yeah. So that old age is helping him out a I little bit. I guess so. All right, so here is the first Oscar-winning film. It goes back to 1967. I know it's springtime for Hitler and Germany. Now, it's a musical, but I feel like yeah. you'll know this one, even, even though it's musical. Right. There's a few musicals, so... Uh, there are? There are. Oh, boy. <laughs> there are uh, I think three I, of them. I think I know this one. Okay. I think this is The producer. Absolutely right. Written and directed by... Um, that would be Mel Brooks. Exactly right. Yeah. Starring Gene wow. Wilder. And um, this was the producer was Mel. If I didn't Brooks. have arthritis in my shoulder. I would yes. I would pat myself on the back, but oh. I can't. Well, reach, I'll do so. it for you. Good oh, thank job. You. Thank um, you. This was Mel Brooks' di- directorial debut. Mm-hmm. It was his what? His directorial debut. Oh, okay. Now the reason I, I tripped say, over that. Holy cow! Really? No, the reason I tripped over that word is because the producers was like Brooks's, mm-hmm. you know, like Mel Brooks's. Uh, it's not what I heard, but okay, debut. go yep. ahead. He won an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. Right. And I'm mostly proud because it was a musical and yet you still knew it. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Wow. We'll see if that continues. It won't. I know. Uh, this next movie, 1988. Sally Gibbs gives Sally. Mm-hmm. Four, Love six, it. Oh, oh, one, nine, two. How did you know my phone number? How'd you know that? You said read the telephone book last night. Dibs Sally. 4610192. Wow. Do you can... do that, Carl? Yeah, remember. <laughs> do you even have a telephone sometimes. book? I don't have a telephone book. I don't do either. I'll be right back. 
Isn't it either or is it either? You know, I knew you were going to ask me that. I always Smythe, say either, but you say Smith, either. You say I'm a little more via, I say you say via, I say via. Via. So we no, are, I say via. Do you? I say via. Then you say via. Pancho via. <laughs> do you say data or data? Data. I say data. So there, there you, you go. have well, it. Well, there, yeah, there you have it. <laughs> tomato, tomato. What is this? All right. So that's um, that's Rain Man. Exactly right. I'll give you a pat on the back from across the table. Thank Who's you. in this film? Um, that's Tom Cruise uh, along with uh, Dustin Hoffman. That's exactly right. And this film won four Oscars. Did it? At the 61st Academy Awards. Best Picture, Best Original Screenplay, Best Director, and Best actor for Dustin Hoffman. I mean, what about Tom Cruise? I mean, Tom Cruise was great in this movie too. How come he never wins an Oscar? I mean, oh, he wins. He, Just, he didn't I don't win think he's ever one. won an Oscar. I think he, he has. was. No, he was nominated really? for an Oscar for Born on the Fourth of July. Right, but but I don't believe win. he won it. Hmm. I mean, the guy's a great actor. Come on, give him his. He due. is a great actor. You Dustin know? Hoffman has. I mean, Tom Cruise is one know. of the best. Um, right. Well, so is Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, that's doubt. for sure. So. Plus, um, he's about the same height as me. So, I mean, give him a break. You know what I'm saying? I think they're both about your height. They're yeah. both on the, Dustin's you know, a little just shorter under five than, feet. Dustin's a little shorter than I am. All right. Um, no, about the same. No, yeah. go ahead. Okay. Next, 1999. So, what are you girls doing now? Dad, we're going oh, out for yeah. pizza. Oh, really? Do you need a ride? We can give you a ride. I have a car. You want to come with us? Oh, my God. Thanks. Movie no. I have a car. Oh, this movie's so great. have a car. Oh, well, that's great. This so great. This scene in particular. Janie's thinking about getting a car, oh too, God. soon. Dad. Dad. Enough Mom's already. Dad. Yeah, but if you see oh, his eyes when he's God. talking to her. This movie man. is so great. Alan Ball directed this movie, and he then went on to produce... Six Feet Under, which yes. is one of the greatest series I, I of agree. all time. I agree. This is American Beauty. This is. That was uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And uh, that was Mina Savari. Yes, who I it know sure you, was. Um, don't care for it all. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Annette Benning is um, his yeah, wife. Yeah, Annette Benning, yeah. And this film won Best Picture. Best director, best Gosh. actor for Kevin Spacey, best original screenplay, what and best cinematography. Movie. So you are not the only person to yeah. appreciate this film. I think I've gotten every one of them so far. I think you have. I think there's only one you're going to miss. Okay. Haven't gotten to it yet. Always um, got to throw that one. I, in I do it. Can't you know, let me run the table. Just to let you know, there was a, a, a listener uh, who uh, messaged today and told me that he thought I was too hard on you. I have to agree with him. Um, so um, if this is what too hard on you is, I'd like to know if I. Really really put out my guns here. But uh, this next film goes back to 2016, and it is a musical. I think I know it. I think I know it. I think you do. This isn't the one I had in mind. Like that I wouldn't get it, or I wouldn't No, get you it. will get this one. Okay. It's the next one. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> What's weird is you like this more than I did. I thought this movie was amazing. Isn't that funny? I mean, I liked it, but I didn't go crazy like you did. I loved it. It's I mean, awfully romantic. I only watched it once, though. I mean, That's when enough. I really, really love so a movie. So what is it, Carl? It's La Spit La it Land. It is La La, La, La Land, Land starring... Um, Ryan Ga- uh, Gosling. Yes. And, and um, oh gosh, I can't remember. The redhead Emma girl. Stone. Emma Stone. Exactly. Yeah. And John Legend is in it as well. Ready? It received 14 nominations yeah. and it won six. So, wow. 
Um, I guess it was a great film. I mean, I liked just it. Fabulous film. I-, I didn't like it as much as you That's did. Great. I mean, he Ryan Gosling learned how to play the piano for this. Movie. Yeah, no, I can appreciate that. Incredible. But it wasn't the movie that I would go. Oh, I have to see this again, like American Beauty well, or Rain Man. True. Just true. Not that kind of film. Okay. All right. Ugh. Hold on to your britches. Pressure. 1965. Let's see if you 65. can do it. This is your new governess, Fräulein Maria. As I sound your signals, you will step forward and give your name. You, Fräulein, will listen carefully. Learn their signals so that you can call them when you want them. Fliesen. Fliesen. Friedrich. Friedrich. Jitzel. Brigitte. Martha. Frito-Lay. <laughs> what is it, Carl? Um, I think I know it. Are you? If kidding? I get this right, yes. it's going to be a. It's going to be like a banner night. A banner night. Let's have I a banner night. I think it's the sound of music. Wow. Am I right? You are correct. I never saw this movie. Shockingly correct. I got it. That right. was Julie Andrews and Christopher Plummer. Yeah. It's an adaptation of the 1959. He would stage carry Drano musical. around with him all the time. Yeah, it's spelled differently, but it was a good try. Mm-hmm. So uh, this musical received five like, Academy Awards. What are you carrying awards? all that Drano around, Mr. Plummer? Mr. You know? Plummer. And he'd say, well, you know, you never know when you clog something up, you know. You have to, <laughs> <laughs> you like have to what? unclog clog it. Up what? And he was prepared. What does he unclog? Literally prepared for it at all times. All right, we'll leave it at that. Last one, 2004, yeah. come on. Okay. You're not breathing right. That's why you're panting. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's your birthday, huh? How old does that make you? I'm 32, Mr. Dunn. <laughs> and I'm here celebrating the fact that I spent another year scraping dishes and waitressing, which is what I've been doing since 13. And according to you, I'll be 37 before I can even throw a decent punch. Uh, Are you going to choke on the last one? It's Clint Eastwood. It is. Oh. It, start, it starts with an M. I yes, know that. it does. I know it starts with an M. It does. It's like midnight or something like that. Midnight. Mm. Is it like or something? Um, it's not midnight, but it does start um, with an M. It starts with an M. I know yeah. that. Mm, can't give it and, to you for the M. Um, it's a boxing movie. Yes, Clint Eastwood. Think about it. who was the girl in there in that clip with um, Clint Eastwood. I can't remember her name, mm. but um, Clint Eastwood's in yep. it. Yep. Hillary Swank and Hillary Morgan Freeman. Swank, yeah. Um, yeah. Starts with an M. It does. Midnight? But since I'm so midnight? hard on you, I can't give it to you. What is it? I. It's Million Dollar oh, Baby. God. God it doesn't. Carl. That doesn't make sense. It shouldn't be called Million Dollar Baby. It has You're nothing right. to do with It's a lousy with name. This, it's a terrible name for it's the movie. It's not your fault. You the didn't get it. The movie's great, but it, it, I don't correlate Million Dollar Baby with a boxing movie. It doesn't I make, agree with you. If her you. name was Million Dollar Baby or if something. If her name was it, Baby, like don't put Baby in a corner, right. then it wouldn't work. I think it's... Really, Clint's fault. Well, maybe because I've been so that. hard on you, I should give you half a point for it. I think you should. Give All right. Me. Well, then don't ever tell me that I'm not that I'm too hard on you guys. I mean, million dollar people. It's a terrible All right, name. Give five and a half out of six because I'm going movie. easy That's on you I can never remember the name. I know. Well, now you'll remember. Gosh, could have won all of them. I got to have five and a half. Right. I'm going easy on you. Great, all right. great job. Thanks, Lisa. When we come back, it's the Jack Benny program. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. 
Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. You heard Lisa Wolf there on Memorex uh, talking about our Hollywood 360 podcast, and the Radio Rarity Show. You can get both when you subscribe to the Hollywood 360 podcast. Just go to Hollywood360radio.com. You'll have it sent to you each and every Monday right to your computer. Links never expire. You can listen to us whenever you'd like. And you'll also get our new show, Radio Rarities, where Lisa and I break down a very rare classic radio show, talk all about it, and then present it. And it's been a blast. I'm really having a fun time doing those shows, Lisa. I think we found a niche, Carl, um, where uh, this is something that really nobody else does. And we do it differently than anybody else. We've got a great team here all working on it with Mike and Carl Shadow. And we really present something really special. And we've gotten great response to it. Yeah, just tremendous response. So, folks, check it out. There's all kinds of very rare radio shows as part of Radio Rarities. And we give you so much information. I mean, chock full of information. Thanks to the great Carl Shadow. So uh, check out our uh, podcast. Subscribe by going to Hollywood360radio.com. That's hollywood 360 Radio.com, right at the top of the website, is all of the information how you can sign up. But right now, it's Jack Benny and all his gang in a, in a great program from October 24th, 1948. Jack um, and his guests, Ronald and Benita Coleman, on this show, they've uh, been invited to Jack's house for dinner. It's a lot of fun. Here's part one now of the Jack Benny program. The Jack Benny program. <laughs> The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to take you out to Jack Benny's home in Beverly Hills. At the moment, Rochester is busy in the kitchen while Jack is in the other room polishing the silver. Phew. Oh, boy, what a job. Oh, well, there are only four pieces left. Three dimes and a quarter. (laughs) Gosh, look how they shine. They were green when I took them out of my pocket. (laughs) I'll never wait that long again. (laughs) Quiet, Polly. And remember, Polly, now Daddy's giving a very important dinner party tonight, so remember what I taught you. How do you do, Mr. Coleman? How do you do, Mr. Coleman? That's right. How do you do, Mrs. Coleman? Hiya, toots. (laughs) Polly, I wish you'd pay more attention. Oh, boss! Yes, Rochester? What time are Mr. and Mrs. Coleman coming over for dinner? 
Oh, they'll be here about 7.30. Good! That'll give me time to fix some hors d'oeuvres. Oh, yes. What are we going to have, Rochester? Cheese and crackers, anchovies and sardines. No, uh, no hard-boiled egg? No, Polly didn't come through this week. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, she didn't, eh? Rochester, hand me that Halloween mask. Here you are. Polly. Boo! Oh, my goodness. Look, Rochester, the egg broke. You sure scared her, boss. It's a double yoker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, two yolks. My son, my son. <laughs> It'll be all right, Polly. You're young yet. You'll have more. <laughs> Rochester, you fix the hors d'oeuvres. I'll go out in the yard and pick some flowers for the table. You sigh, the song begins. Just speak, I'll play my violin. It's magic. <laughs> the stars desert the skies. It happens even in Van Nuys. It's magic. <laughs> Gee, look at that backyard. Everything's growing so nicely. I wish I were a little luckier, though. Tomatoes go to 60 cents a pound, and I'm stuck with an acre of beans. <laughs> oh, well. Last spring, I made money on my pigs. <laughs> See, what kind of flowers should I get for the table? I think I'll take some of these bluebells. They match my eyes. <laughs> Now, Ronnie, Ronnie's my guest. I'll, I'll pick gardenias. They kind of match his hair. <laughs> I'll, I'll take, I think I'll take some of these roses, too. There. That ought to be enough. You sigh, the song begins, and then I play my violin. It's lousy. <laughs> la, 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 la. Oh, Rochester... Rochester, get me a vase for these flowers. Yes, sir. And say, boss, while you're out, Polly laid another egg. Another egg? Yeah, she said it was a repeat for the West Coast. <laughs> what? She was holding it for release at this more convenient time. <laughs> Rochester, stop being so silly and start setting the table. Okay. Oh, boss. What? Are we going to use napkins or shall I put on a long tablecloth? <laughs> uh, we'll use napkins tonight. What about those on the buffet? The man brought those this afternoon. Wait a minute. These are funny-looking napkins. That's what I thought, so I asked the man to leave his phone number. Here it is. Good. I'll call him up. Hmm. Never seen napkins like these before. Hello, Naps Diaper Service. <laughs> Say, this is Jack Benny. Did you leave some napkins for me? Sorry, wrong number. <laughs> well, Rochester, do the best you can with them, will you? Come in. Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. 
I came over since I could. Oh, did you stop by the market and get those things I asked you to? Yeah, but tomatoes were 60 cents a pound, so I bought beans. Beans? <laughs> now, I got a backyard full of them. I supply the market. I could have bought those beans for myself and cut out the middleman. <laughs> Heavens to Boston. <laughs> All right, so I made a mistake. Put me in irons. Mary, it isn't that. <laughs> but... Oh, hello, Polly. Polly want a cracker? Polly want a rye crisp. <laughs> A rye crisp? She's on a diet. Oh. Mary, would you like to? <laughs> Mary, what are you laughing at? Well, Polly being on a diet reminded me of something Mama wrote me in her letter. Oh, you got a letter from your mother? Uh, would you like to hear it? Yes. What does Plainfield's answer to Halloween have to say? <laughs> well, just a second. I'll read it to you. Okay. <clears throat> My darling son, Mary. Son? <laughs> Mama wanted a boy. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Mary, dear, we're all feeling well and hope you are the same. First of all, I want to tell you that your cousin Louie went on a diet and lost a lot of weight. It's a very strict diet. For 30 days, they wouldn't let him have anything but bread and water. <laughs> your mother will say anything for a laugh. And Mary, it was awfully sweet of you to send your sister, Babe, that French bathing suit from Paris. However, Babe tried the bathing suit on yesterday and something's wrong. Either the manufacturer left something off the suit or nature left something off face. <laughs> I knew she couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm inclined to think it's her fault as she hasn't much of a figure. Babe is so bow-legged she can wear two different stockings and you never notice it. <laughs> You know, Babe has such peculiar legs. When she walks down the street, she looks like she's kicking herself for betting on UCLA. <laughs> Jack, there's more. Oh. Mary, you remember your Uncle Oliver. Well, Oliver got himself a job in the local bakery as a pretzel bender. Oh. He's pretty good, too. You ought to see Oliver twist. <laughs> hey, Mary. Say, Mary, your mother's pretty good. Uh, That's a swell gag. Uh, please read that joke to Jack as he's jerk enough to like it. <laughs> well, maybe I am. I don't know. That's all the news. So best regards and let us hear from you soon. Your loving mother, Charlie. Charlie? Her mother wanted a boy, too. Uh, <laughs> well, Mary, they can say what they want to about your mother. And most people do. <laughs> There's uh, or kind of a running gag. They would, um, you know, Mary would read letters from her mother from time to time on the Jack Benny program, and she would often crack up oh, reading it. She was it. laughing. Yeah, and I mean, of course, they rehearsed it many, many times, so you would think she could, but they'll, you know... You get the giggles, you're oh, on live. Oh, that would never happen to me. No, you're on live <laughs> radio, you know, coast to coast. I mean, this wasn't a taped show. This was live radio yep. in 1948, an October 24th broadcast. But you know, when she laughs, the audience just laughs along yeah, with her. Yeah, and you can you can tell she, you know, and even Jack Benny had lived. He said, I didn't, yeah. I didn't think she'd get through yeah, it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Very funny stuff. We're listening to the Jack Benny program, Jack and all his gang. And his gang was quite a gang, Mel Blanc. Frank Nelson, Phil Harris, Dennis Day, Rod Chester, played by Eddie Anderson. Of course, Mary Livingston, his real-life wife. 
And um, did I mention Phil Harris? You did. Oh, did I? Um, okay. No, maybe not. Yeah. And so that was his gang. And on this particular episode, Ronald and Benita Coleman are guests. You'll hear that in a minute. Stick around. More of Hollywood 360 when we return. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, and Suspense, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows, along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. We have a club called the Classic Radio Club, and we started it. Almost five years ago, Lisa. Isn't that crazy? Think about that. Crazy. It feels like just yesterday, Carl. We have been on the air for 15 years. This show has been on the air, Lisa, 15 years. And five years ago, we started a club for all our listeners. And a lot of our listeners have joined it. We thank you because it helps support the show. So if you uh, would like to join the Classic Radio Club, it's really easy. Just go to Classic Radio Club. Dot com And you get all kinds of great things, including our five-hour show, Hollywood 360, emailed to you each and every week. You also get our Radio Rarities podcast every week. You will get 10 classic radio shows sent to you either on CD or on uh, digital downloads. You'll get a little booklet that talks about all the shows and the history, a lot of detail about the radio shows. You get... I believe it is 34 classic radio shows, so 34 half-hour classic radio shows between all of the things we send you every month, and you'll never get repeat shows. So um, hopefully you will want to join the Classic Radio Club. Go to ClassicRadioClub.com. And um, I'll tell you what, it's uh, it's really helpful to the show. It helps put the show on the air, and uh, we can't thank you enough. And we have a lot of very happy members who have been with us since day one. Day one. So we really appreciate that support. Yep, absolutely. ClassicRadioClub.com. Please check it out. All right, we are uh, listening to the Jack Benny program, October 24th, 1948. His uh, guests on this show, Ronald and Benita Coleman, they've been invited to Jack's house for dinner Let's tune in now to the conclusion of the Jack Benny program. Now, Mary, would you like to help me set the table? I want it to look nice when the, when the Coleman's get here. Sure, Jack, but you know, it's still pretty warm. Why don't you serve dinner out on the patio? Say, that's a good idea. Oh, Rochester, we're going to have dinner out on the patio. Patio lady. <laughs> uh, Jack? Jack, what are you staring at the wall for? Mary. Mary, that echo again. You must have heard it. 
Jack, if you don't stop imagining things, you'll go crazy. I'm not imagining things. I heard it. I know I did. Well, try to get your mind off of it. Okay, I'll try. I got the table all set, Mr. Benny, but I'm having a little trouble with the napkins. With the napkins? Yeah, I keep folding them into squares and they keep folding themselves back into triangles. <laughs> Well, don't worry about them, and you better check on the dinner. Okay. Oh, say, by the way, Mr. Wilson came in a while ago. He wants to see you. He's in the library. Oh, Don Wilson? Oh. Oh, hello, Don. Well, hello, Jack. The sportsman couldn't come over, so they asked me to talk to you about the commercial for the program. Oh. Meanwhile, I've been looking through your scrapbook all about your trip to Europe. Oh, yes. It's interesting, isn't it, Don? It certainly is. Gosh, what beautiful pictures. Yeah. Don, Don, look at this one here taken in Switzerland. Aren't the mountains beautiful with the, with the snow-capped peaks and waterfalls? Yes. What do people eat there? Oh, cheese and hot chocolate and a lot of dairy things. And Don, Don, look at this picture taken in Glasgow, Scotland. The highlands of Scotland are so picturesque and charming. It's really inspiring. What do people eat there? In Scotland? <laughs> oh, meat and potatoes, you know, the same as we do. Oh, look here, Don. Here's a picture taken in Amsterdam, Holland. Ah, what a country, Holland, with its canals and dikes and windmills, you know. What do people eat there? <laughs> well, I don't know. Fish, vegetables, a lot of things. Say, Jack, what's this picture down here? Don, I'm glad you noticed that. That was taken during the war when I was in the South Pacific. That's a little island surrounded by coral reefs with a few palm trees waving in the breeze, and the water is crystal clear, and the sand is as white as ivory. What do people eat there? Each other. They're cannibals. <laughs> well, I, I... I can't understand you, Don. I'm showing you such beautiful pictures. All you can think of is food. Look at this one here, the one with the donkey that was taken in Ireland. Oh, boy, Ireland. I've always wanted to go there. It must be beautiful country. Oh, it is, Don, it is. You ought to see Ireland, the River Shannon. The lakes of Killarney, Limerick, Ballygar, County Sligo. Ah, Ireland, with its magnificent lakes, green fields, winding roads, and simple little cottages. And the people are so gay and happy, they greet you with a smile. Without a doubt, Ireland is one of the most beautiful countries in the world. What do people eat there? Now cut that out! <laughs> Look, Don, I haven't got time to talk about it now. You know, Mr. and Mrs. Ronald Coleman are coming over for dinner. Gee, look what time it is. They're probably getting dressed right now. Oh, Benita. Yes, Ronnie? Benita. Yes, Ronnie? Benita. Yes, Ronnie? Must we go? <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid we must. It's too late now to get out of it. Well, I certainly wish we had to... Say, I've got it. Call Jack up and tell him I broke my leg. Oh, darling, you can't tell him you broke your leg. You told him that the last time, and he found out you didn't. Well, this time I will break it. <laughs> oh, darling, the 
That's not necessary. After all, he's not going to ask you to dance with him. Well, can't you call him up and say I have a cold? And my doctor doesn't want me to be among crowds? No, that wouldn't work either. Jack told me this was to be an intimate dinner, and there won't be many people. Oh, not at first. But the place will be jammed when the Greyhound bus stops for sandwiches. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> that isn't really so bad normally, but remember the night the sheriff was taking a busload of convicts to San Quentin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I'll never forget it. You know, it's bad enough going to Benny's house, but the people he surrounds himself with. That Phil Harris fellow. What an atrocious character. <laughs> Mr. Harris isn't so bad. He's rather attractive, too. He's got nice hair. Yeah, so is Lassie, and she doesn't drink. <laughs> Even if she did, she couldn't lap it up as fast as he can. <laughs> And of all Benny's cast, the most ridiculous is that Dennis Day. I know, but at least Dennis has an excuse. Oh, what's that? He's nuts. <laughs> well, he certainly is. And that Don Wilson fellow, you know, I can't understand him at all. What do you mean? Well, once I was telling him about Lost Horizon. I gave him the most beautiful description of Shangri-La, and when I finished, he said, what do people eat there? Well, John, yes, cheer up. At least Mary Livingston will be there, and she's very nice. Oh, yes, Mary's lovely. But how Benny could take that girl out of the May Company and drag her down to this, I never know. going to go. Let's finish dressing. The sooner we get there, the sooner we can leave. I wonder what Jack's serving for dinner. Oh, probably the same thing as always. Baked beans under glass. <laughs> well, I hope he's more careful with the linen tonight. Last time we had dinner there, I wiped my lips with a napkin and got stuck with a safety pin. <laughs> oh, well, we, we've stalled all we can. Let's get ready. Very well. Ronnie. Yes, darling? Last one dressed is a rotten egg. Well, Mary, the table's all set. Looks nice, doesn't it? Especially the decorations. Oh, Jack, you always overdo everything. The last time I had dinner here, you had the table covered with flowers, ferns, leaves, and everything. So what? So what? Trying to find the mashed potatoes was like looking for Chloe. <laughs> Looking for Chloe, looking for Chloe. I like the table as it is. Now, let's see. I'll put the neatest chair next to me, Ronnie's chair next to you, the high chair next to Ronnie, and... High chair? In case he brings his Oscar. <laughs> now, let's, uh... Oh, boss! Mr. Harris called a while ago and said you promised to lend him your tuxedo tonight, so I laid it out on the couch. Oh, yes. His didn't come back from the cleaners. Jack, where would Phil be going that he has to wear a tuxedo? Well, his band has been engaged to play at the Hollywood Bowl. But the Hollywood Bowl is closing for the season. I know. They want to make sure of it. <laughs> oh, I just... I just thought of something. Rochester! Yes, Mr. Benny? Now, Rochester, I want this to be the classiest dinner that I've ever given. 
So get the candlesticks off the mantelpiece. I think it would give it just the right touch of continental flavor to have dinner by candlelight. Uh, uh, wait a minute, Jack. I, I'm not dressed for such an occasion. If you're going to eat by candlelight, why didn't you give me notice? The electric country, country didn't give us none. It <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> happened this morning. I just stepped out of a hot bath when the man came. Not only turned off the heater, he blew cold air on me. <laughs> Here are the candles, boss. Uh, put them in the center of the table. I still think it'll be too dark. Well, okay. If you want electric lights, I'll go out to the switch box and connect the wires myself. Come on. Switch box is out in the service porch. There it is over there. Boss, here's a pair of pliers, a screwdriver, and a roll of tape. Thanks. This won't take long at all. Mary, hand me my rubber gloves. Yes, doctor. Don't be funny. <laughs> Jack, maybe you shouldn't fool around with electricity. I know what I'm doing. Here, hold this flashlight. Okay. Now, let's see. I'll take this wire and connect it over there. Did the lights go on, Rochester? Uh-uh. No. And I'll take this wire and put it over like that. Did that do it, Mary? Uh-uh. No. And I better take these two wires and hook them onto the bottom two wires... Like this. Did that fix it, boss? Boss! Boss! Boss, speak to me! <laughs> Gee, I couldn't let go. Mary, when I touched those wires, did that do anything? Yeah, one of your eyebrows has a Tony. <laughs> Being so comical, will you? I'm sorry. Hello, Libby. The front doorbell didn't ring, so I walked right in. Hello, Rochester. Uh, Phil, what are you so sad about? What am I so sad about? Yeah, what's the matter with you? Well, I... Jackson! Jackson, it's you! Well, of course it's me. Boy, am I glad to see you. Then you can lend me your tuxedo. Of course I can. I had Rochester laid out on the couch. Didn't you notice it? Sure, I saw the tuxedo, but when I opened the door and saw all those flowers and the candles burning, I wouldn't touch it for a million dollars. <laughs> what? And Jackson, don't ever cross the sleeves like that again. <laughs> Oh, for heaven's sake, Phil, the Coleman's are coming over and the flowers are for decorations. I'm using the candles because the lights are out. Uh, say, Phil, how come we didn't see you last week? Where were you? Oh, Alice's mother came to town and I had to show her around. Boy, we really had a time. Henry's, Francois's, Dominic's. I never heard of those restaurants. Hey, restaurants, them was pool rooms. <laughs> pool rooms? Phil, you took Alice's mother to a pool room? She loves the game. Phil. You don't think she talked Alice into marrying me just because I'm pretty? This is ridiculous. Oh, uh, wait a minute, Phil. Are you trying to say that Alice's mother wanted you for a son-in-law just so you can play pool with you? Before she was concerned, I couldn't marry Alice fast enough. What? All during the ceremony, she was standing in the back pew chalking up. <laughs> oh, stop. Chalking up. Even the preacher got confused. The preacher? Yeah, he says, do you promise to love, honor, and keep one foot on the floor? <laughs> oh, quiet. Now, look, Phil, believe me, you're a very charming fellow. I just love to stand here and listen to you make things up. But I'm having the Coleman's over for dinner, and I haven't talked. Okay, okay, Jackson, I can take a hit. You'll find a tuxedo on the couch. Thanks. Here's the three bucks. So long, kid. 
Aren't you going to fix the lights? Oh, I'm not going to bother with her now. We'll just have to leave the candles. Holy smoke, look how late it is. I wonder what's keeping the Coleman's. Benita, is my tie on straight? Looks very nice, dear. Thank you. Oh, Ronnie, I happened to look out of the window and I noticed Jack has candles on the table. Candles on the table? Well, that's Benny for you. Candle light and seven up. <laughs> oh, Benita, I'd give anything if we didn't have to go. Anything. Oh, darling, what's the difference? It's only one night. I know, but he's such a bore. Talks about himself all the time. Will you ever forget that night we ran into him in London? But Ronnie Jack was only trying to make conversation. Conversation? Benita... I didn't mind when he told me he broke all existing records at the Palladium. And I didn't mind when he told me that the King and the Queen couldn't get tickets. But when he told me they were going to move his dressing room to number 10 Downing Street, I could have spit in his eye. Well, darling, you can't blame him for being enthusiastic. No, perhaps not, but... Benita, his method of advertising his engagement at the Palladium was disgraceful. Well, it was rather flamboyant. Flamboyant? Imagine him hiring a skywriter to fly over the House of Parliament, writing, Laugh till you crack a jolly jack. (laughs) (laughs) I never could understand that P.S. More for your car. (laughs) No, neither could I. I tell you, darling, if I have to listen to that stuff again tonight, I shall... I'll get it. Yes? I beg your pardon, is this Jack Benny's house? Well, Jack Benny lives next door. Next door? But that's a parking lot. Only the front lawn. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry I bothered you, but I gotta deliver this stuff to Mr. Benny. He called up the market and said something went wrong with his oven and he told me to hurry over with four cans of hash. Hash? So long. Benita, did you hear that? Hash. If Benny thinks I'm going to put on a tuxedo to eat hash with a bunch of convicts, he's got another thing coming. Ronnie, now don't, 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 don't get so excited. We promised Jack we'd be there. We've got to go. Now, come on. All right, come on, let's go. Anita, from now on, invitation or no invitation, I swear this is the last time. Ronnie, I look sh- out! Oh! Ouch! Ronnie! Oh. Darling, did you hurt yourself? My. Uh, why did the gardener leave that. Oh, that flower pot in the middle of. Benita. Benita. Ronnie, what's the matter? (laughs) Ronnie! What are you laughing at? Benita, we don't have to go. I broke my leg. (laughs) Oh, six glorious weeks in the hospital. Six weeks away from Benny. <laughs> Darling, put me in a maternity ward. He'll never look for me there. Good night, folks.
This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. That is the Jack Benny program, October 24th, 1948. Jack and all his gang special guests, Ronald and Benita Coleman, they were the stars of the Halls of Ivy. We played that show before here, Lisa. And an NBC broadcast sponsored by Lucky Strike. We removed all of the Lucky Strike commercials because guess what? <laughs> we don't want you to smoke. Well, and it's illegal. For no us smoking. To play that, no other smoking. Than that. <laughs> uh, all right. It's time for this month in music history. And what is my favorite decade of music? 70s. Right. But tonight we're going to go to 1970. And here's the first song. Like the fool I went and stayed too long. I'm wondering if your love's still strong. What is it, Carl? Who's singing, Carl? Um. Mm. Come on, you know him. Signed, sealed, and delivered. I'm yours is the title. Here I am. Is it uh, um Stevie Wonder? Yes, it is. Wow. Stevie Wonder. This was the first single that he Man, produced. Man, that Pravagen. That he produced on his own and was the first to feature his female backup singing group as well. Wow. Yeah. I tell you, if I didn't have arthritis on my shoulder, then you pat I'd yourself on the back. Pat myself on the well, back. Instead, I'll have to do it for you because you do need those pats on the back. I do. I know you do. You know what? Constant reminder it's, that you've done a good it's job. Positive, you know. Reinforcement. Yeah, positive reinforcement. Encouragement. <laughs> gotcha. Thank you, Lisa. You don't even have to talk. I can do you all of that very, for you. You got a big vocabulary over oh, there. No. You got a really big vocabulary. Well, it's all relative to I'm seeing How many syllables from. are in vocabulary? Vocabulary. How many? How many vocabulary? Vocabulary. Vocabulary. Come on. Five? Five. Five. I can't count that high. I know. <laughs> That's why you have me to count for you. More of Hollywood <laughs> 360 after this short break. Here I am. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. In the next hour, it's an action-packed episode of Box 13 from 1948. We'll also play Beat the Host, right, Lisa? That's right, all about Beyonce. 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 So if you'd like to play the game and be on the air and have a little bit of fun with us, you can give us a call at 312-642-5600. We're looking for caller number 8. 312-642-5600. You're going to win a four-CD set of the Twilight Zone radio dramas, no matter how well or how badly you do. Give us a call and play the game. We will see you soon. Right, Lisa? Right. All about be Beyonce. Here? Will you be here? Um, probably. Unless okay. you, you know, get me pretty angry. All right. See you out. soon. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier. 